0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Institutionally entrenched anti-Semitism, and I think we're seeing that in school boards and the way in which they're simply not reacting to Jewish students being bullied physically, verbally, like classic hate behavior. Um, I can speak to, uh, there are many incidents in the Toronto District School Board. Uh, from yesterday, the former ambassador to uh, Israel from Canada, Vivian Berkovich, our guest, joining us from Tel Aviv, and speaking to uh, the issue of anti-Semitism and the call for genocide against Jewish Canadians and against Jews around the world. In these demonstrations, that continue, with police immediately standing by and doing nothing, essentially doing nothing. So it was very surreal yesterday, I'm sure for many of us, to see video as another pro-Palestinian demonstration took place and blocked a highway overpass on Highway 401 in Toronto, causing it to be shut down by police and separating two factions of the demonstrators, engaging in intimidation in a heavily Jewish area of the city of Toronto. They were were there for the same cause. They just got separated. And what did Toronto police do? Instead of removing the demonstrators, or demonstrators, because that's their job, they acted as Tim Horton's coffee delivery service and brought the bridge occupiers, coffee and donuts, purchased by one of their separated fellow demonstrators, all caught on video. I, I watched that. Several times, and I thought, "Did this really happen, or is this AI?" Joe Warmington, my great friend for many years, Toronto, some columnist, a truth teller in journalism. In his column today, Joe describes the incident as a clear. I love this, Joe. You're so inventive. A double double standard. It's not. It's not a situation to laugh at, but it's very clever. Um, let, let's let's get at this. <sighs> What was your first impression when you saw this?
1: Well, it was similar to yours. I mean, uh, I was looking at the video from, uh, Karima Saad. Uh, Assad. rules is a lawyer in Toronto. She goes out to all the protests and I follow her a lot because she's goes out and she shows us stuff. And so I actually didn't just take it at face value just the same way you did because of the AI and all the things you don't know what's real anymore. And, uh, so I, you know, I reached out to her and she said, no, it's real. It happened. And, uh, she explained it, that it wasn't quite like the police went to buy coffee for them, but, but it was still uh, quite a, a, a jarring scene, not because of the goodwill of the officer. I'm sure the officer was just trying to help. But it's the overall picture of everything that's happened, where we've got people, as you just described so well, Roy, uh, screaming uh, antifada and, and a lot of worse things on that bridge, day after day after day after day, week after week, We've had Jewish people assaulted, we've had Jewish businesses, you know, that obviously burned and also many graffiti incidents and many other things. But particularly, to think that this group of people who try to represent something that doesn't represent the Muslim community of Toronto, it doesn't represent anybody in Toronto, there's somebody behind it and they're saying, let's go right into the Jewish part of Toronto and intimidate and take it over. And uh, and the police, uh, you know, have no answer for it. Uh, they've tried to, you know, a couple of times throw out some some tough words, but they haven't really backed it up with anything. The only person that I've seen that's been charged is a Jewish woman who lost her head and and she did that uh, terrible, you know, throat uh, splitting kind of motion with her with her her hand, and then she ended up getting charged. But other than that, uh, the, you know, it seems like the... These pro-Hamas, uh, that's what they are, the pro-Hamas protesters have got control of that bridge, and they've got control of the police.
0: Yeah, you know, Joe, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for for police, and the job that they have to do is one of the most difficult in this country. I don't want to have to keep repeating that, because you start to sound like you're not convinced of your own message when you repeat it constantly. But in this case, in this situation, and all this will do was just will just fuel um, uh, demonstrators, wh- whatever you want to call them, demonstrators. Let's go with that. Occupiers of, of public property, um, disruptors of commerce. We saw it in uh, 2021 with the, with the rail blockages. Different issue, but we saw that and nothing was done. Cops have to be cops. Their job is to enforce the law. Their job is not to say, okay, I'll, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, fine. I'll take the coffee over to your buddies. It, that just, what that does, in my view, that so compromises the responsibility of police officers. And frankly, it makes them look, and I look to all the police officers listening and their families, I'm not insulting you, but it makes you look like you're participating in a Saturday Night Live skit.
1: Well, look, at, um, it was said well what you just said. We all respect the police, and we work with them. And, you know, I, I think bordering on love them. I mean, they, they, they put their lives on the line for us out there. Yes, they do. I worry. I know you do, too. And I talked to my pal, Ross McLean, who's a former Toronto police officer. He worries all night about the people he knows out there, you know, on icy nights and, you know, dangerous situations. But you did your job, and I did my job, and Karima did her job. Who wasn't doing their job this time you know in in essence has been the police and it's political it's not the officers in the field not the officers who they're given a message and it's coming right from the Prime Minister's office which is the people that are pro-Hamas pro-Palestinian are untouchable and uh, you know this it's it's just the way it is and until that changes Now, the influence that you have on your show or I may have with my column, it does register with the police because the influences, you know, coming from Ottawa are stronger. You can see that right in the cabinet ministers and how the cabinet ministers, uh, you know, that represent the area, things like that, they're not saying anything in really strong language. they are kind of backing into it. Oh, you know, shucks, the the Highway Traffic Act doesn't allow for this or when you do this in a Jewish neighborhood... What should be happening is you can't go there, you can't go on the bridge, you can't protest, you can't yell at Jewish people, you can't go to their door and uh, take down you know things at their door, things like that. There needs to be a strong message to the leaders that if you do these things, you're going to be charged, you're going to be put before for the courts. The same standard that they did for that Jewish woman who lost her kum. Uh It was probably the right thing, the right charge, it's unfortunate, I'm told that she regrets it. Um, but nonetheless, they threw the book at her because she, you know, broke the rules. And there's a lot of rules being broken. Bringing coffee and saying, go on that bridge and be comfortable there, that sends a horrible message to, you know, a community that's had businesses that ransacked and, and mm-hmm. other things.
0: You know, the, 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 the individual who received the coffee looked startled. What's going on here when the police officer... Brought the coffee, then he seemed happy, and 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 I and I understand, and got a coffee. But this incident, Joe, I think to me anyway, it's a microcosm of the greater issue that's developing. And so, if demonstrators and it comes if it comes from Trudeau's office, and I don't doubt it, because this prime minister uh, has been um, I tweeted something yesterday, and I. Um, trying to find it here. I tweeted uh, something yesterday that took absolutely took off. And I, I just can't find it right now, but it, it was essentially it was uh, about. It drives me crazy when I can't find the thing I'm looking for. But it was uh, about a prime minister who prides himself constantly on being for diversity. And, and yet when it came to protecting and standing up for the Jewish community in this country, he was immediately absent for the longest time and has been only tacitly supportive. So if this incident, and it is to me, a microcosm of what's developing at the highest levels of government, that's a big problem. If the demonstrators are untouchable and can shut down our public infrastructure, then what are the Jewish people in this country. What are the multi-generational Jewish families to this Prime Minister? Question asked, Answer, an answer is necessary, don't you think?
1: But, and, and the Jewish people understand it because, you know, they, their history shows what happened. Not just once, but many times, that it's happening again this time. I mean, don't forget that, you know, all the people that live in this area where they're doing this horrible demonstration know the people that were murdered. They know people, their family. Friends, and the woman that was charged uh, was a friend of one of the young ladies that was kidnapped. I mean, it's gross to go in and, and rub their nose in it like that. But, you know, to have a, a, a police service that's not standing up because of the politics of it. And look, at there's division the inside the police. You can see it. I've talked to lots of officers who don't agree with it. Um, you can see even with some of the messaging uh, from some of the senior officers that you know, they want to get at this and they want to do their job. But the politics is so big, and let's not leave uh, Mayor Olivia Chow out of this because she's a big player on this as well. She's been horrible in terms of support. The message should be loud and clear: this is not allowed. You want to protest? Uh, you know, if they want to go after Israel and Israel policy, go down to City Hall at Nathan Phillips Square and do it there, or do it at Queen's Park, or go to Parliament Hill. That's it. You don't go up into where people live, and it wouldn't be okay. Like uh, we use the analogy: the KKK, they can't go up into you know, an area where there's lots of black people and say, look, uh, we have freedom to do do this. We wouldn't stand for that for one moment, nor should we. And uh, so, you know, this was really, really, I think this is a turning point. Look at one of the police officers, a very, very good officer, uh, by the way, I work with her. We can't define people on one incident, but she actually took her account down trying to defend this. And so I sense that, uh, you know, that the police realized the, the messaging of this is failed, And they've got to get back to, you know, doing what you said off the top. It's just enforce the rules that are there. It's not personal. This does not represent voters. It does not represent Muslim Canadians at all. This is representing people that are supporting terrorist, barbaric, homicide, genocidal actions that happened on October 7th. That's all it is. And so it should be called out for that.
0: Three months ago today. So here's the I
1: think of that day, you know, Roy I woke up uh, about three in the morning, I saw all the stuff on Twitter, and I realized right there that there would be a real test ahead for Canada. (laughs) If you look at my early columns, I talked about that and I talked about sticking up for the Jewish community and sticking up against anti Semitism and I talked about it and wrote about it over and over and over in those early days. Because I could tell the words were hollow coming from the politicians, and they have failed. They have not meant it. They have not supported the Jewish community. And they've tried to find some sort of an equality between.
0: Sorry, Joey, just fought, cut you off.
1: And, terror group. and so this is how you end up where we are. And I'm glad you're, you know, look at you, you're, you've got laryngitis you're fighting through. Uh, that's why I'm talking a little longer hoping to rag the puck for you but <laughs> look at, uh, you know the Jewish people know they need to know that there are people who have their backs if, if their Prime minister doesn't uh, average people that I talk to every day sure as hell do
0: you know it's it's very interesting because in our last half hour we spoke with um, premier Scott know of Saskatchewan about the decision he's made to not collect the carbon tax on uh, on heating Uh, Fuels and home heating. And he brought the issue of Blaine Higgs, the premier of New Brunswick, who was on the program with Premier Moe a couple of years ago. And Premier Moe remembered a quote from that interview featuring Premier Higgs, who said, I'm going to play it for you right now, but who said essentially something I think that is very much a fact of life today. Here's Premier Higgs. It makes you wonder if our, if, if Canada is a nation or a notion. So there you are, Joe. I mean, this was following a Premier's meeting with Trudeau that he said that. But when we have developments such as the ones that are taking place now in this country, it does make you wonder if we have a nation or, 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 or whether Canada is a nation or an ocean.
1: No, we have we have a notion. We have a Trudeau notion. It's all about Justin Trudeau. It's not even about the people that surround him, uh, but, you know, they go along for the ride. He's way, way down in the polls. He's trying to cling to power. He's very good at that. It will not surprise me if he can achieve, you know, some sort of a thrust to gain power again. But that's what the focus of Canada is. And that's why he's doing this. And this is why, you know, I have no respect for anybody in that caucus. Because they're counting votes. They're looking and say, where is the vote? The Jewish community is 2.2 percent and they think that they're going to get Muslim vote and other, you know, anti-people that are against the Israel and all that vote, but they're forgetting that all those people, and I've talked to many, many of them, they saw what happened October 7th, and they know what happened, and they don't, they don't go for that. They don't agree with it. And of course, the propaganda campaign against Israel is just, you know, incredible. Uh, you, you hear all of this stuff about Israel genocide, and all that stuff. But you know, when you look into it, and I have, I talked to people in Israel and everywhere else. Just every time I hear something, I check it out, and it's just propaganda. And of course, you know, the media doesn't know what to do because you don't want to get on the wrong side of the police. Look at the police. This is one call yesterday, and those are good police officers out there. They're they're under a lot of pressure. They don't know what to do. They can't win either way. If they say no, you can't take the coffee on, then that's on video. And then they look like they're mean, you know. They can't win. But I think what they need to do, and a lot of cops have told me today, Roy, that what you do in a situation like that is you say, "Look, everyone's cold. We'll go get the people on the bridge that can drink their coffee down here, and that's the end of it. Yeah. You don't have to bring yeah. the coffee up. Yeah. They're not valets for people that are breaking the law. Absolutely. And, uh, and 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 don't worry about the politics because guys like Roy Green and Joe Warmington and Ross McLean and. You know, obviously, all the others—Brian Lilly. There's lots of great uh, columnists around. We'll so have your back because, you know, we all know the difference between good policing and also political policing.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.